0: Drake is like a, like a McDonald's or something like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're going to go there and like, you're not going to be like, oh man, like this is like the greatest experience in my life, but you're going to be like, damn, I could go over to some McDonald's right now. Like it's accessible, it's everywhere. It's It's good. It's consistent. Drake is the McDonald's rap. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Episode 24. You know how it is. We're back. Yes, we're in it. We are back in it. Can't believe we're 24 episodes
1: in. I think I said this the last couple of every times. Time. We we every time. We reflect every time. We say we're back every time. We say, yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. And we say, can't believe we got this many episodes. Those, yeah. those have been following us
0: for a while. I know we got the rituals... Yeah, we yeah. got uh, our <laughs> usual sayings. That's how we do. Straight up, it's a beautiful Sunday. Uh, I guess afternoon Monday, at this man. point. It's it's Monday. It's, it's Labor Monday. Day. This guy doesn't even know what day it is. I don't even know I'm what kidding, day kidding, it is, kidding, man. But it's it's Labor Day. What are you what are you saying today? How are you gonna enjoy your day off? <laughs> <laughs> other
1: than this pleasurable experience. Uh, this is the highlight of my day, low key. Yes, sir. Yeah, I got nothing else, man. It's downhill from here, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I'll probably link with a with a boy. We might get tacos later. If you want to come, might as well. Uh, maybe I yeah, might yeah. I might have to do that. It's funny <laughs> though, because I keep
0: forgetting that like a bunch of shit's not open today. Yeah, I like, gotta double check. Yeah, like I was like, oh, I'm gonna do groceries, and I was like, oh wait, like Psych. Yeah, fuck you thought. The is <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm good actually. Like, fuck that. <laughs> what you got going on? Not much, man. Ah, uh, settling in. It feels like it's gone from like super hot weather to like. You know, mm. within uh within a day or a week it's kind of just like flipped over and, and it's not as hot, humid anymore. I, yeah. I say kinda of like it's wetter weather is uh, is among us.
1: Yeah. Last week was what, thirty plus like heat wave and all that. Now it's like cool twenty degrees. I think I asked for that on the podcast. Yes, they listened. I got yeah, it. Yeah, the man upstairs this
0: is just like, yo, Doug you Clark. guys, we listen. Like, we'll change the weather for everything for you guys. No, it's blessed, man. It'll be nice, kind of settling on uh, into into the winter months. Like, I feel like this year has obviously been flying by. Hundred um, percent. And you know, we're here to document every single part of it. Uh, why don't we jump right into our first topic here? What's you the biggest we, thing that dropped? You guys What's the know thing? what we were going to talk about here. We we talked about the Kanye
1: album release last time. Now we got to talk about Jersey. We gave our predictions kind of for what to expect on Drake, but CLB dropped last Friday. Yeah. What do you think, man? Uh,
0: Honestly, like, I'm a Drake fan. Yeah. Uh, he I, actually I,
1: has the heart in his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, just, I, I, you know, I shaved the heart it. in my, <laughs> you
0: know what I mean? I like Drake. Yeah. Um, been a fan of his for a long time. But in recent years, I've been kind of like... You know, flip-flopping of like, okay, like, yeah, it's Drake, yeah, he's got a couple bangers here, but like from an output perspective, I was expecting a little more. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like let down a little bit. Um, not because it was anything that I would said would have said is bad, but I just thought it was all right. I just good. thought it was like it's okay. Like yeah. it's not it's not a bad album by any means. But, like, for all the hype and everything that went into it, yeah. I was expecting something great. There's a ton of features on there. Uh, you know, a lot of, like, big-time names, like Future, Little Baby, 21 Savage. like All the know? usuals. All yeah. the usual cast of characters. So you're like, how can you miss? And he didn't. I don't think he missed. I, I think he set out exactly what he wanted to do with that album. And we'll, we can get into the marketing tactics and all that of kind of stuff in a sec. Yeah. But, like... He knows how to make himself go viral, and I, I'm not going to say go viral because it's almost formulaic at this point, and I feel like I'm, everybody's sort of catching on to it. But I think, okay. before I go any further, you know, what are your thoughts? Like, What did you think about it? I know we kind of talked about it a little bit before, but...
1: Yeah, we've talked about this a bunch, actually, just within my friend group as well. Um, for me, Drake doesn't have a bad song, and I kind of stand by that. Like, I don't think there's a song... Ratchet, Happy Birthday, maybe, you know, like back, back then. But I didn't hate that song. You didn't hate it? Okay, I didn't never hate mind. It. Of doesn't have a bad song. <laughs> Yeah. On this album, for me, there isn't a bad song. Like, I've downloaded all of them, but there isn't an excellent song. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, there's one that for me is like, yo, this is like groundbreaking. This is one of the best songs of the year. I don't have any of those. So I feel like he played it really safe with this release where it's just like, this isn't going to stand out on my catalog. It's not going to be the worst on my catalog. It's just gonna. It's gonna be there. It's just gonna be there. It's gonna fly in the middle. Yeah. And at this stage in Drake's career, I feel like he shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. people are putting pressure on him. They're like, "Where's your classic album? You know, yeah. you're yeah. saying you're, you're the biggest hooked. artist of the decade and all that, which he is number wise, but where's the classic? Yeah. Where's the album that no skips, perfect, ten out of ten? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know if he has one, and I like have you know. It. Obviously, he's
0: like the one of like the marquee guys in hip hop, and yeah, has yeah. been for the last ten years, let's say. You know what I mean? Uh, and obviously, like a lot of young guys growing up, like you know, who maybe didn't grow up with the with the Fifty Cents or the Jay Z's or Who's all those kind of guys. Yeah. Like, I look at the Trey Young tweet. I was about to say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? look at I look at the, the Trey Young tweet, and he said, "Oh, when are we gonna like something along the lines of like when are we gonna start comparing?" You know, Drake to overpass, you know, yeah. uh, Jay Z. He's 22 for reference. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. 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 Trayon Young like 22, basketball player. But I'm like, how can you be, in, in my opinion, like, I don't know if Drake will ever be on that level for me. I don't think, like, I think that he has the, the recipe for Getting what it. he determined being success, which is like, being famous in the media. Numbers. You know what I mean? The yeah. numbers. Yeah. The, the, the reason why the album's so long is probably because, you know, it'll be on the Spotify algorithm and, you know, it, it'll get the numbers behind oh, X amount of people. Like it's the, yeah. it's the most listened to album in Spotify history. Like, it, 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 which is crazy, yeah. right? It's just like, okay, like, cool. Yeah. But, like, was it good? I don't think so. Like, yeah. I think he has a... a I, I'm catching on to his, like, formulaic approach to music is what I, and this is my opinion only, I love, again, like, I like Drake, I yeah, love his music, dope. you know, he's, he's been great for the city, but I feel like there's just, like, something that's like, okay, man, when I think of, like, the, the greats of hip-hop, like, mm-hmm. when I, even when I think of, like, Kanye West, when I think of Jay-Z, when I think of, like, you know, 50 Cent even at the time, yeah. like, people, at Lil Wayne even, like, people who push the genre forward by doing something different, innovating in different ways, like, providing, like, a new style of hip hop or a new way of rapping or a new type of production or anything that we like haven't really heard, heard from. Yeah. And I think that like, uh, even when I think of like pop smoke, rest in peace, pop smoke, he was doing something you know, different. He was doing something totally, totally different. Yeah. You know, that was inspired by many different styles of hip hop. When I look at Drake, I'm like, you're, you're just, you're just kind of there. Like it's consistent and it's not bad, but it's not like, Oh man, like, I got to go listen to that track again. Yeah. It was kind of it was just kind of okay and I feel like his last couple like, you know, studio albums have just
1: been okay.
0: They've just been all right. Like I'm like, give me give me something to, you know, to sink my teeth into here.
1: So what are we, what are we missing? Because biggest Spotify debut of all time and he beat himself, which was Scorpion the last time. These aren't people that are only listening to it once and then not liking it. So like, are we missing something that people really love this album, but we're, just, we're not in the same circles as them? We're like, what is, how do you get the number one debut of all time on Spotify with a mid album? Um, like, yeah. Well, <laughs> is I mean, it just the hype? Is it just because of Drake and the billboards and all that that he was doing? Or I think, I think
0: it comes down to a, a couple of different things. And when yeah. I talk about like his formulaic approach to studio albums, I mean this. So one, the billboards, which we'll, we'll get into in a sec, you know what I mean? He has a, you know, a a massive organic following, Mm -hmm. you know, he is, he, he's made himself successful. And I think he leans into that a lot when, you know, he's releasing an album or something like that. Like he's using his own popularity to market his album, which is like, when you're at that level, you have to do that. Yeah. I think that like, I don't know if there's. A different group of people who are like secretly in love with this album. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> because I haven't met someone who's like, "This is the greatest album." You, need it, it. you know what I mean? Because yeah. I don't think anybody actually feels that way. But I think that he taps into you know a lot of features. um He like makes a lot of like references on his you know um, on his album to like basketball players, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, people in the media. TSU as well blew up, like Texas State University. Exactly, exactly. So he leans on that so that when, you know, the album gets released and LeBron James is listening to this or Kevin Durant's listening to this, they're posting about, they're being like, oh man, like I'm called out in this song that's huge. Or like, I know Drake because he was here that one time. Like, he leans into that a lot and that's what we saw in his advertising. Mm -hmm. If I'm Drake's marketing team, the KPI isn't delivering quality music. No, it's numbers. It's delivering. We are going to get X amount of reach in the media. We're going to get X amount of downloads on Spotify. We're going to get X amount of listens on Spotify. And this is how we're going to build a plan to be able to do that. And then Drake just says, yep, sounds good to me. That's
1: what he cares about. And I think it's a difference in artistry, right? Because for Drake, I think it's like a numbers don't lie approach where it's like, yeah, I'm the number one artist on Spotify. Obviously, I'm also the best. Yeah. No, yeah. It, there's no correlation there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, it's
0: like, I think that like Drake is like, Drake is like a, like a McDonald's or something like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're going to go there and like, you're yeah, not going to yeah. be like, oh man, like this is like the greatest Experience in my life, but you're going to be like, damn, I could go over to some McDonald's right it's now. Accessible. Like, it's accessible, it's everywhere, it's everywhere, yeah. it's good, it's consistent. You know what you're getting every single time Damn, and Drake I think is the McDonald's Drake of rap. Drake is the McDonald's of rap, yeah. You know what I mean? That's and so it's not because it's not, it's not bad, it's not a yeah. bad thing. It's a, it's any, if anything, a great thing, yeah. It's a good thing for him because he's all over the place, and I think that he leaned into that quite <laughs> a lot when, he, on, when he does his uh. When he does his, uh, his, you know, his marketing. Yeah. And I think that, like, you know, I also think, like, he's he's kind of like a Kevin Durant kind of guy. Like, very successful, has built himself being a successful player, and he has won multiple times on a team that's, like, you know, supported him and done really well. But when he's on his own, who is this guy? Like, has he done, like, you know what I mean? I get you, I get you. You know what I mean? I just don't know... Again, like I, I really, really like Drake's music, and I've been a fan for a really long time, but I'm starting to catch on to like this, like, okay, are we doing like, are, what are we doing this for? Are we doing this to create music? Let's get into the memes for a sec, like, let's get into like the memeability of this album. We we talked about, I think Talk when we were writing it. articles yeah. about um, about Drake, like back in the day we were talking about how he like oh he kind of knows he's a meme and like sometimes of he, he leans I, into it and I feel like this album was like the first time like before though and I'd love your thoughts on this yeah. before I felt like he like was kind of cluing in and he you know he he amplified himself let's call it mm-hmm. uh, through those like funny kind of like memeable moments and now I feel like he's gotten to a point in his career now where like he knows that's who he is and he knows how to create he his you know And he just repeats it. And I feel like this album was the first time where I was like, okay, I know what you're doing now. You're just pushing it to like the... I don't know if
1: everyone clues into that, but I think I'm starting to realize the gimmick more so than the artistry. Yeah. And I think I really... I think it started with like kind of the hotline bling and views album. Totally. Where he had the little Drake sitting on the CN, CN Tower, Tower and then people were photoshopping that and there was like a Drake generator website. You could upload an image and then you know what I mean? It's like a memeable album cover. And I think he's just been taking that formula and reproducing it because I saw him post this picture of the emojis with the you know, the pregnant the pregnant emojis and I'm like, okay, that's just supposed to like get people excited. It's not actually gonna be the album cover. Yeah. Obviously, we're t- wrong. It That's t- the album t- cover, man. Every brand inserts themselves having an example. I think Trojan mm-hmm. the Trojan. funniest one. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Trojan did. Trojan,
0: that was awesome. Yeah. I know the people who did that, too. Yeah, were, yeah, actually. But I showed out, shout of those those, both of those girls because it's yeah. like, man, uh it, it was Darby, actually. Darby, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Darby and Ali, I used, to, I used to work with them back cassette and, you yeah know, that's such a great idea. It's quick. It's timely. You jump it's in. It's funny. Easy. It's so relevant. It's like, yeah. damn, like, that's a that was, like, a, a really seamless kind of brand integration. And I was like, yeah. respect that. Because that's, like, the type of thinking that will help, you know, create, uh, you know, it'll amplify our brand in a way that, like, is relevant, contextual, and, like, 100%. pretty jokes at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, but, like, even, like, following that, just seeing that picture kind of sets the expectation for the album where it's like this is not really to be taken seriously yeah you know and the first single he releases is way too sexy that music video with future and young thug it's cool it's cool it's funny but it's like this isn't to be taken seriously yeah you know this isn't music that's gonna last and maybe drake doesn't care about that and you know we're being overly critical and he just wants to be a now artist Sure, but in the back of his mind, I know he wants to be like a legend in the game that has like classic albums, and you're not doing it with this cover. Yeah, you're chasing the marketing and the numbers with this cover. You're not chasing the artistry. Yeah,
0: one hundred percent. And I think that for me, that's the biggest difference between Kanye's album and Drake's album, yeah. because we we didn't know what Kanye's album was going to be like. Yeah, until it kind of came out, or until like you saw Ooh, those like writers, you know yeah. those little like. Uh, not pop-ups but like live streaming yeah, or whatever kind of, it is right? Right, right and it's like okay cool and I felt that like there's the marketing behind Donda was pretty minimal it was kind of just like Kanye leaning into himself to like put something out there and then yeah. hope for the best and then Drake's album was kind of like okay I know how to run the numbers up Let's keep doing that, I and mean, because I think that like it, it makes a lot of sense for him. Mm-hmm. But if I'm looking at the two albums kind of side by side, one I feel has meaning and mm-hmm. purpose. Did I enjoy it full way through? Not really. Like I thought, it was, I no thought they track. were both okay albums. Like yeah, I was yeah. like, you know, they're not bad, but they're not good. But when I look at when I look at Drake's album, I'm like, I I expected a lot more, and I don't know what I was expecting because like this is all I really know from Drake. But this is the first time where I've kind of been like, okay, like enough with the memes, like show me who you yeah, are, man. Because, like, you've released are. excellent albums before, before you knew how to do this. Right. So, like, where did that go? Right. Like, I don't think he can be considered great in hip hop, in my opinion, unless he. He's a pop artist. Yeah. He's a pop for artist. Sure. You know, and there's
1: nothing wrong with that. Like, if that's what he wants, sure. But. This music's not gonna last. Like we had a conversation about Kanye when he puts out work. Like I could see some of these songs being played at a wedding. Yeah. Like they, some of these really resonate. Versus Drake, like they're cool for right now in the club. And even then, there's so many better songs than what he just released. Yeah. So like do you even need to play them? Probably yeah. not. Yeah. And it's.
0: It's, it's your just, life, man. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And like <laughs> you know? we're
1: saying this as as Drake fans too,
0: right? Yeah. It's like it's a different it's a different story for like we hate him, and we're just, like, shitting on the album, Mm -hmm. but it's, like, I think people were kind of, like, all right, this has just become so vanilla to me that it hasn't, like, it doesn't really have any, like, you know, chocolate chips or sprinkles on there (laughs) or anything like that, you know what I mean? Like, give me something, give me something I can take away where I'm, like, oh, I didn't expect that, and that's pretty dope, even if, and I think, we can wrap this up in a sec, but I feel like that's the difference between, you know, great artists and, you know like you know, artists that kind of just, like, stay in the spotlight and mm-hmm. maintain their level of fame is, like, he's he's not risky. Like, he's not trying I'm anything. Not taking you know, any risks, no. But, like, and that's, like, I would say, like, a, a fault of his because it's, like, when you try something new, you're going to fail sometimes. Yeah. But you try something. You try something different. You find out what works, find out what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Drake, I don't feel like he's ever really taken that kind of leap of faith and leaned into, like, his true... Mm-hmm like skill as a, as, a,
1: as a rapper it's comfort you know, man it's comfort it's straight up comfort i think uh for us to touch quickly on the out of home like billboards because i thought that really amplified my hype where you know he would put a billboard in an artist's respective city so atlanta and say hey uh future young thug and 21 is going to be on the album clb and it's like that was posted all online and people were like oh my god okay there's one in New York saying Jay-Z's going to be on the album. There's one in Atlanta. There's one in Nigeria saying Thames is going to be on. So it really did amplify that that hype for me. But at the same time, it's like I would still listen to the album if I didn't see that.
0: Yeah, and also like I'm just like, okay,
1: like, <laughs> I, I know these guys are going to be on yeah, the album. Like, yeah. I, I
0: assume that all these guys are going to be on the album because they're all like... Superstar's like, Will Baby's on the album. Like, yeah, yeah. Lil Baby's like on Always fire right now. You know you? Yeah. Of course he's going to be on there.
1: And I hate to poke holes, like I think it was a cool tactic, but it's also like only something Drake can kind of get away with. Yeah. It's not worth the money for any other artist to, yeah. to do that. Yeah, exactly. So I saw some blogs talk about like how other artists should replicate this and I'm like, the amount of money that Drake Dude, has. Don't. Yeah. yeah. And this is actually not getting him any more streams, just so you know. Like yeah. there would have already came. Yeah. So, well, something I'm to keep in mind, you know. hundred percent. And I, I don't know. Uh, again, like,
0: am I disappointed? Not, I'm not like disappointed, but like, I'm just kind <laughs> of like, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be. And like, it, that in itself is a bit of a disappointment for sure. But let's move on. Yeah. yeah you know, we got a bunch of other topics here. Uh, speaking of like, you know, kind of like, you know, trying new things, a different approach to marketing, mm-hmm. you know, I've been seeing this like kind of like trend. I don't, I don't even know if it's a trend, but it's like a way of promoting yourself online that I feel uh, is, you know, getting a lot of traction with, you know, like I'd say like C B or C level like. Uh, you know, influencers or uh, musicians or anything. So I'm what I, I'm going to call this underdog marketing. Okay. Um, uh, you heard it here first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under, underdog marketing. Is that, you know... New uh, terms just pa- dropped. Patented, <laughs> yeah, dude, just patented by, uh, you know, by the Mad Mix here. Uh, but it's like, I saw this really... And I showed you this before we even started talking about this. Right, but right. like, it's like this... Um, I'll, I'll give the the example of uh, what I'm talking about and then we can kind of get into it. So I was on TikTok yesterday and I saw, or maybe the other day, and I saw this one post of this like, I don't know, C-level musician, B-level musician in Canada, yeah. making a whole post about like, oh, like, you know, my, you know, my life is over. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm following my dreams of being a musician. The whole world's against me. I'm like working really hard. Love is stronger than hate. Like you know, save my new song. Like you know, improve this. But like that kind of like style of like promotion, and like I get so frustrated by it. And like the yeah. c- most comparable thing, and like I didn't do a great job describing, it, but the most comparable thing that I can do is like think of like a guy like Conor McGregor in the UFC, like gassing himself up to like, you know, I am, I, you know, you know, I'm the best, I'm this or whatever or something like that. And then like getting people to like, be like, Oh, I hate this guy. Like I want to see him lose. Like Jake Paul kind of like, I want to see this guy lose so bad that I'm tuning in. And I feel like that is the same type of like approach that a lot of like these like lower level musicians take to their marketing approach because, you know, is it easier to be hated and then drive engagement that way versus like naturally being good at what you do?
1: Depends what you want. You know what I mean? Like, for Connor and Jake, it works so well because they're paid, you know? Yeah. They get views, and I think that's all they care about. I don't think, genuinely, Conor McGregor thinks he's the greatest MMA fighter of all time. I don't think so. That's interesting. I don't probably going to get a couple of responses to this one. I don't think he does, man. I think he knows that if I'm the heel and if if I, you know, really hit people the right way and I piss them off, they're going to come watch. I'm going to make more money. Then I can retire and I'm good. Like I'm not here to be the best of all time with no money. Yeah. Floyd Mayweather is kind of same type of, same type of like antagonizing,
0: like, Hey, I'm here. I'm obnoxious. I'm in your face. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: you know, pay money to watch me lose. Pay money. Pay money. All it is, all like Floyd even mentioned, like the reason why he's fighting all these like TikTok stars and all that, he's like, cause it's money. Like I can set up my kids and future generations. Like he's in it for the money. Yeah. And I think the difference with the TikTok example is that they're not famous yet. And they're kind of trying to stack the cards against them before they even have any cards to deal with. You know what I mean? It's like a little premature to kind of be doing that. And I don't know, the music speaks for itself, the talent speaks for itself. Like, if you're doing all of that, and you're saying, you know, my life is over, I don't have enough views, and now you get the views, and the music is garbage, where do we go from here? Yeah. You, know, you got everyone to listen to one song, but all your other songs are trash. So yeah. it's like...
0: I just find, yeah. like, <laughs> it's
1: it's just like a, it's an annoying
0: way to, you know, drive engagement. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's, a, it's less like, oh, uh, you know, we're... you know, I'm making this style of music. It's totally different but like, hear me out. Like, try try something new. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, uh, you know, a pity party for me, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, you know, the whole world's against me. I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck you are. (laughs) Like it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like, don't, don't, don't put my name in your mouth because I don't even know who the fuck you are, man. Yeah. But like, it's, it's that same kind of style that just like frustrates me because that's the type of, it's, it's kind of like what Drake, we were sort of talking about with Drake. Mm It's like, he knows how to drive engagement. He knows how to get people talking and he knows how to keep himself in the spotlight. The same way that these people are like, okay, well, it's a a totally different parallel. Yeah. But what what I'll say is like, these same people are like, okay, if I make myself hateable, more people are going to like want to watch me fail and I'm going to build my entire platform up from that versus like actually being, yeah, getting, putting content out that will like help support you and help your fans make them feel like, oh yeah, like I'm supporting this person versus like. The, the opposite. Mm-hmm. I find it's like a frustrating way, like a, a frustrating way of like marketing because that's all I ever see on like social media nowadays is like these kids saying, Oh, I am just a 16 year old rapper and I was kicked out of my mom's house. Can you get me to, you know, to, you know, 20,000 views on my latest song? Like that kind of like pity yeah, party yeah. kind of thing where it makes people, when you d- dig a little bit deeper, it's like,
1: you know, I Man. don't want it. I don't want to see this anymore. So like, did you see that video of I think it's Jake Jake Paul and that guy on TikTok that quit his $100,000 job to go work for Jake Paul? You didn't see it? Mm-mm. It's trending right now online where okay, he records a TikTok about, "Yeah, I'm 22 years old. I had a $100,000 job, but you know, I quit because I want to go work for Jake Paul." So he sneaks into he drives all the way to LA, sneaks into this event that Jake Paul's hosting and has a chance to speak with him and he's recording it and he's like, I came all the way here, I quit my job, I want to work for you, man, and Jake Paul's like, okay, what do you do? And he's like, I want to work in media, and he's like, yeah, well, what's your skill? And he's like, oh, I do TikTok dances and all that, Jake Paul's like, okay, how is that helping me? Like, you came all the way here, but you don't have a talent that you can help me with, (laughs) and I'm not trying to be a mentor, I'm gonna fuck up already, he says that, and I'm just like, The arrogance of this guy to think that, you know, he's going to have the pity party here. Oh, I quit my job. I have no friends. I have no people. I just want to work for you so bad. But what are you doing for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) The talent isn't there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like people want the cards to be sacked against them and then, you know, get opportunities out of it. But you need to do the work.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. bro, facts, man. Honestly, man.
0: And and that's what frustrates me the most in this whole thing is like... It's like people who I would say like there's a level of entitlement 100%. that exists in Privileged, that, and it's yeah. like yeah, and just being like okay, like shut up, man. It's like you know, put in the work, like yeah. make your shit speak for itself, versus like you know having this pity party of like and and getting people to hate you yeah. so that you continue to like drive you know engagement and like people wanting to see you fail like you're creating that self like it's a self-fulfilling hundred percent like you're creating no one doesn't like you off the bat yeah (laughs) yeah i don't even know who you are like shut up like i don't even and i don't even want to put the name in there because i don't want to give it more yeah more views and stuff like that because just like it's not that's not how i want to do it but i also think of like people like you know i i mentioned this before too like on the bleacher report or, like, House of Highlights, or any one of those pages, or same whatever. Identity, yeah. The same kind of people, like, within the top three in the comments, I had like Stephanie or Stefania. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone or knows everybody. Stephanie. Everybody yeah. knows her, man. But do you and click it, her page? I, no. <laughs> I ne- Bro, I'm like, shut up. Like, I clicked it. I was like, okay, cool. Like, people hate on this girl because, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then, you know, she, every single time, like, she just leans like, she knows she's annoying and she leans into that. And I'm like, Stop gassing yourself up like that, man. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you know, make it, like get experiences and get opportunities based on like working hard, not getting people to hate you. And like maybe that's a job in its own, but it's I'm, a like, job
1: in its own. I'm yeah. not
0: about it. Yeah, man. I'm not about it. I Hate that kind of style. But anyway, we can move on from this.
1: Let's move on. You know what else I hate? <laughs> yeah. Look back. You know we have to talk about this one one more time. It's either Burger King, it's LinkedIn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So LinkedIn is giving up their stories function. So yeah. do a little, you know, sad violin playing for yeah, an hour. Yeah. no one beach, ever fucking bro, used. Man, I was just going to post a story today, <laughs> man. I was just going to post this today, man. I just find it funny. Like, I mean, when Twitter got rid of theirs for low engagement, we pretty much called out that, like, LinkedIn is probably also going to do it. Yeah. No one uses stories. We know that for a fact. LinkedIn is admitting that it didn't really work. And, you know... <laughs> We gave Twitter the kudos as well. So we have to give LinkedIn the self-awareness kudos. Like, you know, you tried something, it's not working. Now you deactivate it. Facts. Cool. On to the next thing. My problem is, why did you think this would work? Or you or you know what I mean? Like, where's the insight that stories works on every single social platform? Yeah. I was seeing a conversation defending LinkedIn months ago when they when they announced it. And they were saying, this is now a a platform. Stories is like table stakes for a social platform. That's what the person was saying. Mm -hmm. That because it works on Snapchat and Instagram, it's got to work everywhere else that people want to be social. Mm -hmm. And there's something so flawed there because these, they're all social networks, but they behave differently. I'm on LinkedIn and I don't want to see what you ate for breakfast in the morning. You know, on Instagram, I might care a little bit more. Yeah. So I just think companies need to be smarter about. What works for Instagram does not work for you. You have a completely different business model.
0: Yeah. You know and a completely saying? different like a, a completely different like value proposition. 100 percent You know what I mean? Like 100%. it's like you they're, they're, the functionality of Instagram versus yeah. the functionality of LinkedIn are inherently different. Yeah. And like I hate that like, oh, this is the table stakes for whatever. Because <sighs> I'm like, I'm like, how does this like what 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 does this actually do? Yeah. And like one of the questions that I have in here in our topics is like, should we hate brands for trying new things? I think that like we shouldn't hate brands for trying new things and being different and having a different approach. Yeah. But that means they have to be different, and and they have to be trying new things. Yeah. Not just like recycling bin of like social media functions and features. No. You know, I feel like there's a level of, uh, you know, not laziness. I maybe that's not the right word, but it's kind of just like a lack of innovation, a lack of like thought of like okay what is the purpose of our platform does this integration of stories make sense yes because this no because this yeah you know i think that they should have that approach and like it's like again maybe linkedin is evolving and moving in a direction well it, it's clearly moved in a direction that is like different than the reason why i got it yeah it's more social which now. is more social now which i'm like i'm not about that like i'm here to use it to like as like a networking tool or a yeah, tool yeah. when i'm looking for a job or something like that but I just feel like overall, um, is it's a bit of like a lazy move and like, yeah, it's, it's good that they're self-aware. It's good that they recognize that and they're taking it away because it probably didn't contribute to anything. But at the same time, <laughs> we called this months ago. Yeah. Like we literally talked about this like, of time, time the of second time. it was released, it was like, why? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And like, like bro, it's a social media platform and you have the smartest people, the most innovative people thinking about like, how can we push this platform forward? And you didn't see this being like a bad thing. I'm sure it was a low lift
1: from like a product integration, sure. you know, cost standpoint. But like, why bother? Could use this time to work on something else that might benefit us even more, you know? For real and shit. I think they're just thinking like, okay, the average person might have, not the average person, but someone that has Instagram will also have a LinkedIn account the features should be parallel yeah yeah, no i go on instagram when i'm just bored and i want to see how people's day is going i go on linkedin for a specific purpose to post about the podcast and then yeah yeah. no you know what i mean like to look for a (laughs) job or to connect with other people i don't care about your office setting for 24 hours an expired story yeah also who says stories have to be 24 hours who says they have to be this specific format like do something yeah, different with yeah, that. Do
0: something different with it.
1: No one's tried forty-eight hours. No one's tried a week. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like you can do whatever you want. You don't yeah. have to copy what everyone else is doing. Yeah. You know? I just want brands to like recognize that.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: the world is your oyster, man. Yeah, like, yeah, there's so like, many features here. Whoever is
0: in charge of LinkedIn, come on, man, get it together. Hire Stop us. making like yeah, hire us. Stop making like Facebook too. Like yeah, yeah. LinkedIn's become quickly the like, worst kind of influencers are the are the LinkedIn influencers. Man, uh, man those, let's not even let's not even do that. No, let's not even that <laughs> that will be a part two discussion. Yeah, uh, we can talk about that
1: way way later on. But maybe the we'll, last thing I want to say about LinkedIn, and I'm predicting it now, is they're going to get rid of the voice feature as well. I don't even know they had a. Voice they have. Feature. A, well, they're trying to do the whole like voice messaging, so uh, you can kind of like have a conversation with someone, kind of like a an audio room in the message chat. But man, I said I'm. I'm not having conversations on LinkedIn. Maybe yeah. other people are, but it's usually like a one-two, max three messages back and forth. I'm not really doing. Uh, hey, you want to jump in this voice chat real quick and we can have a convo? No. It's, yeah, it's like I'm good. I'm good on that. I think so. from like an
0: accessibility standpoint, like I think that it will probably serve a specific function, but like from yeah. a social standpoint, like it's like okay, like I don't really need this. This isn't something that is like meant for me, but who yeah. knows? It might be. For someone who might have... Maybe they have
1: different insight than me. Yeah, yeah.
0: A different approach to accessibility that I think is important. But, yeah, maybe let's
1: move on here. Given LinkedIn too much time, let's... Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So something we've talked about quite a bit is this idea of a vaccine passport. And, you know, we've shared our our comments on kind of maybe how we feel about it. But now it's real. And in two weeks, it'll be in Ontario. Yeah. Right? So it's like you're going to have to have this, like, receipt, which is a proof of your double vax to access things like concert venues and certain indoor restaurants and a whole suite of things that's you know stuff that we do every day yeah and i guess the conversation is now that it's actually real and happening in our province how do you feel about it
0: uh well i can't remember who i was talking to but this might have been nick yeah boy nick um might have been somebody else but regardless, they said I hate the fact that these like anti-mask, anti-vax people were right about this thing, <laughs> about about that being a reality and that being a thing. Yeah, but that yeah. aside, right. um, it's really interesting. Like I think that the more that I'm kind of reading about it, like it makes me feel like one, I think the best interest of what we want to do is bottom line make sure people aren't getting covid and people are like staying healthy. Pretty I think much. that's like totally like it's it's the logical approach to uh you know any type of like vaccine type rollout or anything like that. Like yeah, something yeah. like this will inherently stop the spread of covid-19, of which I think if that's the goal, this is what you should do 1000%. Yeah. Um I get people's like hesitancy towards getting the vaccine like i'm not going to say like i understand it but like i can sympathize empathize with the fact that like you may not know everything that's going into this you maybe it's rushed you feel i get those like types of feelings that are kind of like natural to like people who may not necessarily know what this whole thing's all about but in my opinion you know uh this is the necessary next step. Wouldn't you find? Like, I, th- I think that like, this is like something that you have to do to, to stop the spread. And, you know, I don't think this is a, I don't think it's as big a deal as people are making out to be. People are like, Oh, it's, it's, it's our stripping ourselves of rights and freedoms. I'm like, bro, like they said the well, same thing about the mask. Too, yeah. Right. The, well, we also, we also have like, okay, so we need a, we need a permit to drive a car. We need, you know, a health car to access public health care. Yeah. we need immunization records to go to school like there's things in our everyday society that you know mm-hmm. we leverage the same type of situation as a as a vaccine passport you know in in various different ways in our life yeah but now because this is being introduced for a lot of people, for the first time, of like them being adults and thinking exactly. about it, they're exactly. probably like, "Oh, well, what do you mean?" Like blah, blah blah blah. But I think you know, at at the end of the day here, you know, we can't forget that. You know, some people call it discrimination, right? I mm-hmm. saw this one person make a post that's like, "Oh, uh, you know, discrimination and extortion are are not acceptable or not tolerable or whatever." When I started thinking about that, I was like, "At the end of the day here." You know going to a, a sporting event or going to the movies is a privilege yeah. it's not a right you're not 100%. you're not entitled to those things going to a bar isn't a right it's a social function that we've incorporated into our lives but that to me is not a necessity of like how I will live my okay. kind of day-to-day no, day. not at all right luxuries so yes yeah, it's, it's, it's a luxury and mm-hmm. I think a lot of people need to start thinking about it like that because when we talk about discrimination you know that person had, you know, was had likely never actually been discriminated against in their entire life. Discrimination implies that you don't you are being, you know, uh, judged or you're being treated a certain way because of something that you can't change about yourself, like race, gender, like race, yeah. gender, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. This you have the choice to get it, and it's widely accessible, and you can get it, but 30, you're choosing 30. not to. Yeah.
1: So I've. I think it speaks to, like, this whole thing is just the problem of misinformation and how easy it spreads. Mm -hmm. Because I've seen so many videos of people uh, that seem educated in in the way they're presenting things, uh, where it could trick a lot of people and they're saying the negative effects of the vaccine and why we shouldn't be taking it. And for someone that only watches that video, I can easily see, for someone that is not educated, to see why and start judging the vaccine Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and there's been videos where there'll be like a scientist or a doctor disproving that previous video but if you don't watch that (sighs) it's too late it already hit the masses it has 10 million views you know what i mean so i i think this whole thing and why it's so divisive and people are like you know uh anti-vax anti-mask is because of the spread of misinformation yeah and that's what it boils down to for the most part yeah um i think you you said it perfectly like these are all luxuries we're not saying you can't leave your house and you can't exist in society you can't eat inside a private business because they don't want you there if you're not vaccinated that is fair yeah that's that's, that's a so private fair. that's
0: a private business
1: they're yeah. allowing you to eat outside yeah. at least they're doing that yeah you know yeah. yeah you can't get on this plane because it's not safe for the people that are thinking for the greater good and took the vaccine yeah you know what i mean i don't know how you're gonna get to that destination maybe you drive you figure it out but there are ways to do it yeah. so yeah. i don't see an issue with it man and i just want to like talk to anyone that is not trying to take the vaccine and see what is the ideal solution in your mind yeah we're seeing the cases go up with people that aren't vaccinated so what is the ideal solution yeah if it's not a vaccine passport i'd love to hear other ideas but i haven't heard any Yeah, yeah so yeah. i
0: hear a lot of like People proving things wrong, and yeah. proving, you know, but I'm like, you're not really giving me like an alternate solution here. I'm like, no. where we should, where we should go yeah. ultimately. And like, do feel, you see
1: the people dying as collateral damage? Is that like, that's, yeah. I, I don't see it that way. Yeah, like, yeah. If we can get zero people dead, that's the goal. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Like yeah.
0: I just don't want people to fucking die. And yeah. Like I don't know. I, I it's it's a very complex type situation it because is, a lot is. of people feel like it's like a violation of like their human rights and all that kind of stuff. Which I'm like. To some degree, like I can see your point of view, but it's like, what exactly are you giving up? Mm-hmm. I don't really see anybody giving up anything except for the people who, like, can't get, won't be able to get into certain places. Because, yeah. like, I saw this one, like, video, like, it was on TikTok. I think like, this person's like, oh, if you require a vaccine mandate in your restaurant, you'll never be seeing me again. And it's like, isn't that the point? <laughs> like I, I think that's exactly I think that's exactly what they're trying to do, man. Like what yeah, are, yeah. Are you, are you, oh you're you're really gonna show them. Yeah, like the, the entire point is to make sure that you do not go in there yeah. and you can't. So
1: how can you pay from outside of the club when we you can't get in? You know what I mean? No, it's crazy. They don't wanna wear masks, they don't wanna be locked down, they don't wanna take the vaccine. You realize the number of people that are dying is gonna like triple. Yeah. But I guess for them, it's like, hey, I'm young and healthy, I'm fine, cool, but there's dozens of people dying.
0: Yeah, and there's like, collateral you, you even know? if you believe in it or not, like, there's like hospital beds that are being occupied, occupied yeah. by, yeah, yeah. you know, people who are making, you know, potentially ignorant decisions. Of course. Um, and, you know, ref- other people who may not, who, who took the vaccine, who have other existing conditions, are trying to get into the hospital and it's all full because of... People being ignorant, I don't know, man. I think it's, uh, I think it's a no-brainer for me.
1: Yeah, hundred um, percent. On the subject of you know people, people's rights being being um, yeah, stripped away. This is a legit one. This is a legit one, right? Um, what's happened in Texas? I think <coughs> we can you know pretty easily uh, go through this, but just in terms of you know the new abortion ban, where um, you know if you're pregnant for more than six weeks, you're unable to get an abortion in in Texas, and I think that's the only state, not sure, that, that has that specific law. But what we've seen is a lot of private companies respond um, and provide like funding and legal aid for those that might be in a situation where they even seek an abortion or they're trying to seek one. Um, Bumble, they're putting together relief funds for those that are seeking abortions. And then Lyft and Uber, the ride-hailing apps. Uh, apparently, if you're a driver that is taking someone to an abortion clinic, you can be sued for aiding in that situation. That's fucking crazy. Right? Like, that is fucking... Unknowingly, too. Like, maybe as a driver you don't know where you're going, right? Like, you just see the address, you don't see the name of the clinic or whatever it is. I think it's ridiculous that's even a thing, but Lyft and Uber are paying full legal fees for any driver that gets implicated in any of that. And... That's crazy. You read all this and you're like, oh, this is great that these companies are doing that, it's amazing, but it's like... Private companies have to step up when the government doesn't. Yeah. It's like, it's not really your responsibility and it's great that you guys are doing this, but why is the government not helping here?
0: Well, it's just strange because it's like when we talk about, you know, when we go back to like the vaccine type situation that is being developed for the sole protection of citizens. Yeah. You know, this, this law that was, you know, just passed in Texas Mm -hmm. is the opposite is the opposite. It, 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 this is discrimination. This this strips away people's human rights. This, yeah. this p- puts the onus of decision making on people who aren't affected necessarily um, by say? someone who would need an abortion. Like yeah. it's pretty, it's pretty archaic. And again, like for for anybody listening to this, we're two dudes talking about this kind of stuff. So like, we don't have much skin in the game here. Yeah. But yeah. like, we got to use this platform a little bit to talk about how fucking insane that is mm-hmm. and you know when you think about people who are who are probably passing these laws these are the same people who are, are, are you know fighting to get these laws you know over the finish line and the same people who are probably like oh the government should be, shouldn't be taking away rights the government shouldn't be you know locking us down or anything or because of covid so it's like it's not even about like a human rights thing it's about a control thing which i think that like a lot of people if i'm Seeing these two situations kind of side by side here, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, it, one is discrimination and one is, you know, uh, discrimination coming from a place of extreme privilege.
1: Because wasn't it also Texas that was the first to remove the mask mandate?
0: Yeah, I think so. You know um, what I mean? Probably.
1: I'm pretty sure it was Texas. And that's just a crazy contrast, yeah. you know, to say, oh, fuck all the citizens with this situation. But then with the abortion ban restricting human rights for yeah, the most part you makes, know it, so
0: it makes it makes little to no sense to yeah, me yeah um, but to, to go back to the actual topic it's like these companies are paying ultimately bailing people out yeah for when it's part. like for yeah for, for standing <laughs> up for what's right yeah versus the government who is like making these decisions like it puts a lot of like it gives brands and you know these companies a lot of power to like yeah to influence what is right and what is wrong which is to me is just so strange that like a company has to do this mm-hmm. versus like a government entity like isn't that what the that, that's what the government's for
1: right 100% so it's like i don't know if there's a situation where enough private companies can come together and force a change in some way but they also need the help of the government so yeah it's yeah it's yeah. like you can only fight against it so much so, so who knows how it's going to going to end up but mm-hmm. that being said like
0: you know it's it's a horrible situation going on down down in Texas and in yeah. the states um, like pure discrimination like control of like women's bodies 100%. Um, you know it's it's all that kind of stuff that you look at and you're just like this is so fucked up and like yeah. something absolutely needs to change for like the betterment of humanity um, and, like, I, I can't believe in it's 2021 and we're still talking about
1: this kind of stuff. Man, and even just to, like, the social media response, I know I shouldn't be reading comments, but it's just, like, people are like, so move. And I'm like, what are we talking yeah, about? Like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah it's like, so, so move. Yeah. So move. Yeah, like, like, the privilege yeah. to be able to say that, the arrogance, the lack of empathy. It, we all know it. You know, I yeah. shouldn't. Just don't read the comments. It's just a you'll feel stupider. Yeah, you'll feel <laughs> he'll feel
0: real, real brutal. But yeah. Anyways, y'all um Episode two four. Episode two four. Uh you know, a lot of topics covering that one. Uh, of course, if you have anything that you want to add on, you yes, want to message sir. us about, uh you want to talk to us, you want to get involved, uh hit us up. Uh we're still in the process of figuring out our studio situation. We're not just saying that. By but the way, we're yeah. not just we're, saying we're, that. We're, we're working, working on hard. it. We're, we're working hard, working hard behind the scenes to make this happen. We want to develop content. We want to put all this stuff together, uh, you know, to really make this a, a full experience. And we're so excited for it. But thank you again for tuning in. Uh, and if you're, li- I guess if you're listening to this on a Wednesday. Uh, hopefully, you had enjoyed a nice long Labor Day weekend. There you go. Peace. Thanks. Thanks.